Turkey hunting is one of my favorite things. And one of the key tools I use for turkey hunting is the Onyx Hunt Map. I use it incessantly when I'm hunting turkeys. Being able to find a new piece of public or gaining permission on private opens up opportunities for gobblers. Onyx Hunt has a special offer for you this spring. Use the code MEATEATER to receive 20% off your membership at onxmaps.com hunt. You'll find more birds this season. I'm telling you, I rely on Onyx Hunt when I'm hunting turkeys. It is an invaluable turkey hunting tool. Many of you know Axis deer is considered to be the best tasting venison on the planet. I've been hearing that for years. And that those deer cause some ecological harm. Well, Maui Nui Venison is bringing those Axis deer to the market. So you can get some fresh cuts and sticks shipped to your door. Visit MauiNuiVenison.com. That's M-A-U-I-N-U-I, venison.com. Use promo code MEATEATER for 20% off your order. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Welcome to Meat Eater Trivia, the only game show where conservation always wins. I'm your host, Spencer Newarth, and today we're joined by a bunch of special guests. Please go around the room and introduce yourselves. Uh, I'm Brian. I am Trent's boyfriend. I'm from Buffalo, New York, and go Bills. (laughs) I'm Katie Finch. I'm not Katie Ranella, much to my (laughs) husband's chagrin. This is Jennifer Jones. I am Giannis Butelis' wife, and uh, yeah, glad to be here. I'm Adrienne Taylor. I am Phil's wife. Kelsey Morris, uh, currently widowed by Seth Morris on a hunting trip. I'm Carrie Henderson. I'm Brody Henderson's wife, and glad to be here. So does that mean immediately we're all scared that you're going to kick our ass? That's, uh, (laughs) I married him because he retains the facts. I just have the fun. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Shelby Huber, Spencer's wife. And I also just make Spencer Google everything for me. So... (laughs) That's right. This is a very special episode of Meat Eater Trivia that will be played with the significant others of the Meat Eater crew. Now, for almost all of you here, this will be your first time playing Meat Eater Trivia. So how do you guys feel about your odds of winning? How do you think you're going to perform? Terribly. Such confidence. <laughs> I know nothing. I uh, I lost. I was on this once and I lost last time. So I'm here for some redemption. Based on the fact that I was Googling basic U.S. geography uh, (laughs) right before I walked into this room, I'm not feeling super confident. Yeah, I was hunting yesterday, so I did not prepare at all. (laughs) I mean, that could be preparation in itself. That That sounds not too bad. It was, Uh we we prepared, and then Corinne rolled her ankle, so then I had to kind of baby that the rest of the day. (laughs) 
Now, if you're not familiar, this is a 10-round quiz show with questions from Meat Eaters for verticals, which are hunting, fishing, conservation, and cooking. And there is a prize. Meat Eater will donate $500 to the conservation organization of the winner's choosing. Now, the last time we heard from most of you was in episode 367 of the Meat Eater podcast, where we talked about how to be a good spouse during hunting season. So I want to know if anything has changed yet. Can we get an update from everyone? Like Katie, has Steve extended his chill period when he gets home? Jennifer, no. did, did Giannis <laughs> freeze some meals for you and the girls before we left from Latvia? Carrie, has Brody better managed his gear explosion in the house? Has anything changed? Nothing. <laughs> um, I actually have, I would like a redo of the spouse's episode because I feel like I might have been a little too generous. Oh. <laughs> uh, we talked about, Steve talked about the pissing on the post thing and <laughs> Seth immediately proceeded to come home and do that like aggressively. So what's an example? Oh, just uh, here's my thing. And we had to talk about this. The new role is that I need 24 hours before any critiques mm. are offered of the house, me, anything that was done while he was gone, because it's like, you know, I prepare for him to come back, clean the house, make a nice meal, and anything that is off is immediately noticed. So that's my new role. No pissing on the post. Give me 24 hours before. 24 I'm hours is way fair, but. After that, tw- if he does that, yeah, <laughs> you're gonna be so annoyed after 24 hours. Right, right. How about just like shut up? Always, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> indefinite. Keep it to yourself. So, Katie, I take it go, Steve's <laughs> chill up period is still one hour from arrival. It's like it's usually, you know, he usually gets home at night. I said this on the podcast, and then he will start sort of like sniffing around the next morning, like, <laughs> oh, what's not, you know, yeah, what's off. Um, he hasn't. Uh, in fairness, he's coming home today, uh-huh. so we'll, we'll see. see. <laughs> I would. I'll time it. I'll yeah. start like an hour time, or we'll see we can how compare. Long. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Jennifer, did Giannis prepare any meals for you and the girls before we left for Latvia? You know, he did uh, braise some turkey, uh, but you know that's kind of a common thing mm. for him. Uh, he has been calling a lot this trip. And I think, uh, you know, maybe we made it sound like we were just kind of like, yeah, you know, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. And we usually do that. He is in Latvia. Um, he's pretty excited about being in Latvia. So he's been calling to talk to the girls quite a bit, mm. which has been fun. And do you think that'll happen on the next trip as well? No. Or is this like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Now that you said you don't care if he calls, right. maybe that's the thing <laughs> right. to get him to call. Some reverse psychology right. there. So, yeah, I need to flip that because, yeah. you know. He called it, you know, right when we got up in the morning this morning. I'm like, yeah, so we're trying to get off to school. Love you. (laughs) Now, Brian, Adrian, we didn't get a chance to hear from you on that episode. So here's your chance to let your partner know how they can improve. Adrian, is there anything Phil could do better when he's spending all this time performing The Sound of Music and A Christmas Carol? (laughs) Are you doing A Christmas Carol? We never. Uh, Yeah. yeah. We can hash hash this out right now. Figure some counseling. (laughs) Um, I mean. I know I should roast him right now, but I wasn't prepared. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's coming to mind. That's Incredible. Nothing. That's wow. Yeah. Maybe no, maybe Phil could do a better job of letting you know when he's going to be in a Christmas carol. I mean, yeah, just your schedule in general would be great to know. Heard. But. There we go. Heard, Chef. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Brian, is there like somewhere Corinne could improve when she's gallivanting around the country recording episodes of the Meat Eater podcast? You know, it's kind of a little too early to tell. Okay. Um, but she hunts with me, so that's good. I, I have a little hunting partner now, and it's perfect. So we had a good time yesterday and uh, had to kind of bring the truck around for a little bit. She might get mad that I'm saying this. Mm. 
it was hot. We were all we were both dehydrated. So I said, just hang out here. Her ankle was rolled. I got the truck. Aw. That's good. Very good. Now, do you think any of you will assume the role of your significant others when we play trivia? Like, Katie and Carrie, are you guys going to feud like Stephen Brody does, you think? No. I mean, St- Steve, listening to Steve on, on trivia, <laughs> like, if if I do sound like that, someone just kick me <laughs> <out>. <laughs> Does that sound familiar when you hear Steve on trivia? Like, oh, oh that's, that's a version of him I know. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. that... Yes, that's a very <laughs> familiar version. I, I think in terms of the way I plan to play, as I already said, I mm-hmm. uh, don't don't possess a lot of inherent knowledge uh, or, or facts on on many things. I, I can do a lot of things well. Retaining basic factual information about uh, nature is not not one of them. So we'll see how this goes. But I'm also very competitive. So we'll see how those two things mesh. Good. Yeah, Katie and I feud all the time. Uh-huh. That's really our, our <laughs> pastime anyway. We're used to it. Yeah, and Jennifer, if you're going to assume the role of Giannis, and you just need to be, like, overly complimentary to everybody. That's that's oh, what Yanni uh, would do okay. if he was here. I'm not prepared for that, but I will try. <laughs> okay. I'm just hoping for at least one question about plants, native uh-huh. plants in the western U.S., because that's, that's all I got. <laughs> Here's the thing. I think everybody will do very well on this episode. It's not that the questions are easier, but I went to the edge of the meat eater universe while still maintaining the integrity of the game to create these questions. So I think everyone has a, a good chance to perform well here. Also, I'm playing as well. I don't think you announced that. That's right. Is there there a reason you asked me to play, Spencer? So here's what's going to happen. The added wrinkle is my wife, Shelby, is going to host. I didn't feel like it'd be fair for her to play against you guys because she's exposed to so many of the same things that Mm -hmm. I am. We'll be driving down the road, and I'll I'll hand her my phone. I'll be like, hey, write this down in my notes app about alligator brains. Or we'll be watching... um, like Something we all do. That's right. We'll be like watching the Planet Earth documentary... And they'll say something uh, about bison there. And then, like, she's just exposed to the same thing. So I'd have felt bad if she would have came in here and and cleaned up. Uh, So Shelby is going to host. I'm going to keep score. And then we're going to let Phil play as well. So we can do bad together. There you go. Bonding. Yeah. Couples building exercise. I think Spencer was being both too generous and not generous enough. First of all, I would have cleaned up anyway. Like, mm, just kidding. Uh, but also, I give him a ton of question ideas. I do. She does. He doesn't I, like to admit I, it. I have a lot of TikToks and Instagram DMs from her uh, things she think would be relevant for the show. Yes. And she does a good job of it. Now, do you guys, uh, are you invested in how your partner does in trivia at home? Like, do you notice a mood change when they do well or anything? No, I put so much pressure on Seth. I'm like, you get your ass in there (laughs) (laughs) and win. Training. He's got like a towel around his neck. He's He's, sweaty. He's just like low pressure on himself. I'm the one that's like... Come on, what was that performance? That's good. Is is it like a topic of conversation around the dinner table for everyone else? Like, oh, we played trivia today and only got four right. Anything like that happen? Not in our house, but uh, I do know that Steve has a tendency to argue when he doesn't get answers. Yes. Right? So sometimes we talk about the legitimacy of the arguments he's making, a lot of which I don't agree with, just for the record. But Brody's pretty low-key about it at home. He's a very humble guy. <laughs> <laughs> And with that, we are on to Meat Eater Trivia. Take it away, Shelby, and play the drop, Phil. Look, I need to know what I stand to win. Everything. How's that? Just tend to win everything. Game on, suckers! 
Do you know my daughter will just play that for friends? Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome. Friends come over and she's like, you want to hear something? And and what is her like, uh, why does she like it so much? Oh, she's just so proud. Yeah. It's it. pretty yeah. She should be. That's yeah. adorable. And, and do oh, the friends, like, do they uh, give her the attention that oh, she wants? Oh, yeah. Like, they yeah? think it's awesome. That's great. Yeah. All right. Question one. The topic is conservation. Are you ready? Mm. Oh, we're yes. looking hesitant. Oh, no. as we'll ever Born be. Born for this. <laughs> My heart's racing. All right. Well, we're jumping in. What 1992 hurricane destroyed an exotic animal facility that caused pythons to be released into the Everglades? Yes. Oh boy! Before I was born. Oh, and it's oh. multiple choice. Thank God. <laughs> okay, you, it's like this is my first time or something. Uh, the 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 choices are Hurricane Andrew, Hurricane Gordon, Thelma, or Mitch. What 1992 hurricane destroyed an exotic animal facility that caused pythons to be released into the Everglades? Andrew, Gordon. Thelma or Mitch? How old was everyone in 1992? Not Actually, alive. I died. Oh, negative two. Oh my God. <laughs> I was two. <laughs> okay, forget I asked. <laughs> You're going to make us answer that. Please don't. <laughs> Shelby was negative a couple years old. I was born that year. Oh my God. Right. That changes everything. <laughs> Luckily, I don't have to answer it, but how are we doing? Everyone got an answer? Yeah? All right, go ahead and reveal your answers. We've got Brian with Andrew, Katie, Andrew, Jennifer, Andrew, Andrew. Oh, my God. Andrew, Thelma from Kelsey, and Andrew from Come Carrie. on, Thelma. <laughs> the room got it. It's Andrew. Oh. You weren't alive yet, Kelsey. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can yeah. pass on that one. <laughs> also, I, I was kind of hoping it. that yeah. it would be Mitch, because yeah. that was so <laughs> random. <laughs> right? <laughs> Pythons had been present in the Everglades since the 80s, but it's said that populations boomed after Hurricane Andrew released more of them. Andrew is one of only four tropical cyclones to make landfall in America as a Category 5 storm. The hurricane caused over $27 billion in damage and killed 65 people. So, geez. Wow. Andrew. Yeah. Tough. Question two. The topic is cooking. This is something I know a ton about. (laughs) (laughs) What meaty sandwich gets its name from the Greek word for turning? Oh, we got some confident answers, some stumped people. Ooh, ooh, say it again. Not multiple choice. All right. Nope, not multiple choice this time. What meaty sandwich gets its name from the Greek word for turning? Can you say meaty sandwich one more time? Meaty sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jen, are you staring at my? You're oh, cheating no. off of me. <laughs> I'm about to get real competitive. No, you're. Is anybody you're familiar not. with multiple kinds of Greek sandwiches? Absolutely not. No, there's one, <laughs> and I'm hoping it's the answer. <laughs> we don't like hints in this room. And this isn't a hint. <laughs> You'd be surprised. I'm just curious. <laughs> what we consider a hint in here. Everyone got one. All right, go ahead and reveal. Oh, we got the room saying gyro. Everyone's got it right. It is a gyro. Gyro is it gyro or gyro? You know, I think uh, Americans say gyro. Yeah, that, but mm-hmm, that's yeah. how I grew up. Gyro. 
I think uh, it's Euro. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you grew up in New York, Katie. Uh, Michigan, I, actually. But, oh, sure, yeah. but you lived in New but York. But lived in New York. Sure, yeah. okay. So Euros were invented in Greece, but were inspired by Donner kebabs from the Middle East. And the food became popular in America after Greek Euro shops started opening in New York City. In the 70s, if you want to learn how to make the tzatziki sauce that goes on a gyro, then go to TheMeatEater.com and check out Danielle Pruitt's recipe for Greek venison meatballs. Did you have a favorite uh, gyro shop? Did you just stop at those food vendors? Uh, we had a really nice Greek restaurant that did takeout oh, next to our nice. house. Oh, convenient. Name. Yeah, it was very convenient. In the that 70s? amazing. <laughs> in the 70s. When I lived there Years away from Hurricane Andrew. <laughs> On to question three. The topic is gear. What rapper was sued by Realtree in 2018 for printing their camo pattern on his Yeezy clothing line? Oh, my gosh. That is... Talk about someone in the news. (laughs) We've got some confident answers here. What rapper was sued by Realtree in 2018 for printing their camo pattern on his Yeezy clothing line? Everyone Too got modern one? for me. Me oh. just not for the 1900s. <laughs> I, I don't know. I want to give a hint so bad. I have a lot to say about this after we Ooh. reveal. Okay, let's reveal then. Let's okay. get it going. I'm curious. I'm guessing. Oh my gosh. It, Kanye, I got it. Kanye, yes. Kanye, 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 Kanye. Carrie says Jay Z. That's so The room got it. It is Kanye West. Okay, have you seen the latest trash bag thing? The Balenciaga mud show? Uh, you probably know more about this <laughs> than I do. And I, I don't know if it was him. I like remember associate, some headline associating him with this, but he like came out with like a designer trash bag that you would carry all your stuff around and it was just a trash bag black trash bag of course and it was probably yeah. like three thousand dollars yeah. or something yeah. ridiculous <laughs> i want to bring up the fact that he just changed his name though what is it to yay oh. legally yes oh my goodness so i feel i don't know am i gonna go all alexander super tramp on this room because <laughs> <laughs> i could let's, let's i could <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, it was Kanye West. Realtree alleges that Yeezy reached out to them in 2016 regarding the use of their camo pattern. Yeezy was told they needed to fill out a licensing application, but never did. Instead, they printed three of Realtree's patterns on thigh-high boots, sweatpants, and hoodies without permission. LeBron James also named in the lawsuit for doing the same thing with his online boutique. I didn't even know he had an online boutique, but... Seth would love for me to get some of those Realtree thigh-high thigh high boots. boots. There you oh, go. Be styling. <laughs> really up in the mountains yeah. looking fly. I love it. All right. Question four. The topic is conservation. What kind of animal was the star of Zaboomafu, a children's series about wildlife that aired on PBS in the late 90s and early 2000s? Oh, here we go again. The age advantage. <laughs> I actually have no idea what this is. I, I, I don't either. I, I never heard that I, thing called? in my I head. I remember this. on the name. What was the show called? Zaboomafu. We're looking for the animal that starred in Zaboomafu. Just like the species or whatever? Not the, I don't even, what are you looking for? Do you want its name? Oh, you know its name even? Man, Adrian is coming in hot. (laughs) I don't know how to spell it. No, we just need the kind of animal Zaboomafu was. What kind of animal was the star of Zaboomafu, a children's series about wildlife that aired on PBS in the late 90s Mm. and early 2000s? Wow, what a throwback. (laughs) <laughs> Everyone got an answer? Oh, we're still writing a little bit. Okay, reveal them. 
We've got Brian with monkey, Katie with koala, Jen with baboon, Phil's that quickly says, That changing. says colobus. Col- I, was, I was writing it too, really quickly. Colobus. Not a colobus. It could be well, it's very similar. Adrian's got lemur, Kelsey's ah. got lemur, and Carrie's got gnu? I don't know what that is. Yeah, gnu. Gnu. You know, like Gary Gnu from the... Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's an animal. You know, it's, it's a thing. Okay, I'll look it yeah. up. I'll look it up. Uh, it is a lemur, a retail yeah. lemur yeah, to nice. be specific. Nice. <laughs> Zabubafu, which won two Emmy Awards in 2001, lasted 65 episodes and was broadcast in North America, South America, Europe, Asia, and Australia. Zabubafu's real name was actually Jovian, and he died in his home in North Carolina oh, real name. in Got 2014 <laughs> at the age of 20. I didn't know they lived wow. to be 20, right? That's crazy. Wait, a so this was live? This wasn't a cartoon? Correct. Yeah, okay. they had like I, I don't know if they were zoologists or biologists uh-huh. or if they were just hosts, but they there were two men and a. They still have a show cute. on PBS. Oh, they, they have a new one. Yeah, it's animated now. Our kids watch oh, it. The, the Wild Crats. Wild Crats. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh that that is Steve, Steve has complained <laughs> yeah. about the Wild Crats yes, on this Steve. program before. <laughs> my, my kids loved Wild Crats, but yeah, they they always have like the evil guys. Always like the hunter. Yeah. Oh. So, but in Zabumafu, it was a totally different format. And yeah, they had like a real live lemur. There was also a puppet version yeah, of the it. Yeah, puppet so would talk, could, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Cute. Yep. But it was more, I don't know, realistic and like factual and whatever. And now it's like an adventure cartoon. Huh. Mm-hmm. It's really changed. They've ruined Zabumafu. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're taking from Zabu on the show. Oh, cute. I, I once fed a lemur a bunch of Cheerios and grapes, and they have the softest little hands, and they're a little creepy, but they're so cute. Oh, I kind of want it. one. <laughs> I, I, I do like it. All right. Question five. The topic is hunting. Uh-oh. All right. <laughs> ready? Time for the expertise All to shine. All right. Uh, this, is, this is loosely hunting, so sorry, Brian. But the hunter's moon always lands in one of two months. Name one of those months. What? The hunter's moon always lands in one of two months. Name one of those months. How are we feeling? Everyone Deep got an answer? I wrote down a month. Just All a right. wild guess. <laughs> All right, reveal got, your answers. One in 12 chance. Ooh. We've got Brian with November, Katie, October, Jen, September, Phil, November, Adrian, November, Kelsey, October, and Carrie, October. The answers are October and November. Ooh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Right. Makes sense for the hunter's moon. The hunter's moon is always the first full moon after the harvest moon. And since the harvest moon is the full moon nearest the autumn equinox, then the harvest moon can either be in September or October. And this puts the hunter's moon in October or November. This year's hunter's moon is actually on the 9th of October. So it's coming up. Mm. What does it look like? A full moon? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Every full moon has a different name, and that's just what that full moon is called. Oh, okay. It's a a camo pattern, specifically real tree. It's real tree. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. It's just a big... Picture of Kanye West's face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He is Wearing the man thigh high, real tree yeah. And a trash bag. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now that that's after question five, we need a scoreboard update from Spencer. Everybody's on the board and everybody is doing well. We have Carrie and Jennifer with three points. Then we have Katie, Kelsey, and Phil with four points and Brian with four points. And pitching a perfect game is Adrian, who declared Ooh. she was not going to do wow. well. Here we go. Has five <laughs> correct answers. Wow. Killing nice. it. That's great. I mean, this is not what I was expecting. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> 
Katie, take her down. I know. <laughs> got my eyes. Nice so, zero game. <laughs> so got half a game left. All right. Phil, keeping score is much harder than you let on. There's a lot going on over here. I don't I don't really like it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna let you keep this job from now on. Thank you. Do I get a pay raise? Is anyone in the room? No? <laughs> <laughs> Spring is a great time to do something with your family. Do some spring cleaning, which I kind of started today outside, planning outdoor activities, which I'm always doing, taking a little trip to Hawaii with your kids for spring break, which I just did, which was great. You know what else you can do for your family this spring? You can shop for life insurance with Policy Genius. Make that part of your financial planning for the year. I've said it before a thousand times, I'll say it again. When my wife and I, when we started having kids, we got serious about life insurance, and man, I felt so much better after we did. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just 292 bucks per year for a million dollars of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Even if you already have a life insurance policy through work, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs, and it may not follow you if you leave your job. So save time and money. And provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. The single most valuable tool I have for chasing turkeys next to my scatter gun is the Onyx Hunt app. If I'm hunting turkeys, I'm using Onyx. If I'm not hunting turkeys, I'm using Onyx. I'm always using Onyx. I live by that stuff. I can't tell you the number of birds this app has put me on by allowing me to easily find new areas to hunt. It's invaluable. I use it all the time. Even properties I know super well. And I'm at my buddy Bubbly Doug's house. I'm using Onyx, and I've hunted this place a million times. With their compass mode, I can pinpoint exactly on the map where a gobble rang out from and then figure out the perfect spot to set up. Meaning, if I'm sitting there, let's say I'm at Bubbly Doug's, and I'm in the navel, and I hear, I'll like instinctively pull up Bubbly Doug's place on on X and I'll look at the topography and I'll be like, oh, that sucker must be over in that little opening over there. Waypoints also, and the ability to share them, okay, comes in handy every spring. Whether that's revisiting old waypoints where I've been on birds before or sharing them to buddies to help put them on birds. This app will help you find more turkeys. Onyx Hunt has a special offer for you, too. Use code MEATEATER to receive 20% off your membership at onxmaps.com slash hunt this turkey season. Looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Aura frames are beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. These things are super cool as a gift, especially if you got mom, aunt, grandma, whoever, and you want to like keep them up to speed on what the family's up to. Okay. It's easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. Named the best digital picture frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things, Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. You can share photos to the frame instantly from anywhere, meaning you share videos, photos from any device, and they will instantly appear on the frame, wherever it is in the world. There's no memory card required. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. 
That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code meat eater at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. All right. Question six is wildlife. How many continents have penguins? Ooh. How many continents have penguins? We see a lot of thinking faces, particularly from Jennifer and Phil. They're like staring at the ceiling over there, (laughs) lips pursed. Now, do the zoos in the States count? Oh, I I would say no. Spencer wrote these questions. He is the voice of authority. No, zoos don't count. It's just the (laughs) continents that have wild penguins living on them. Man. Hmm. I've never thought about this. <laughs> I love happy feet, so <laughs> I feel pretty confident on this one. <laughs> All right. Does everybody have an answer? Got to guess. All right. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Brian with one, Katie with three, Jennifer with three, Phil with three, Adrian with two, Kelsey with four, and Carrie with three. The answer is four. Yeah. Oh, oh so making a comeback. There you We're go. tied. Oh, my streak has ended. <laughs> Penguins are found on every continent in the southern hemisphere, which puts them in Antarctica, South America, Africa, and Australia. The Galapagos Island penguins are the rarest penguins in the world and are the only ones that live north of the equator. So, four continents. All right. Making a comeback. Surprised by Africa there. That's surprising yeah, to me. I didn't know that one either. But now we know. Now we do. Question seven. The topic is predators. And this is our listener question of the week, which was won by Justin Stoll. I'm sorry, Justin, that you don't get Spencer's nice deep voice announcing you. But (laughs) you are still getting a signed copy of the Complete Guide for Hunting, Butchering, and Cooking Wild Game. If you want a chance to win the listener question of the week, send your question to trivia at themeateater.com. Now, name two of the top five states with the most mountain lions. Ooh. Two of the top five states with the most mountain lions. Pretty confident room here. I think everyone's writing. Oh, never mind. Phil is not confident. Yep. Shaking his head. Yep. Did you Scoffing. also forget the name of all of the states? <laughs> because I did. <laughs> Just drawing a blank. Everyone got an answer? All right. Let's go ahead and reveal those answers. We've got Brian with Nevada and Arizona. Katie with California and Nevada. Jennifer, California and Idaho. Phil, Washington and Idaho. Adrian, Montana and Colorado. Kelsey says California and Montana. Carrie says Colorado and California. I think we got some right answers. The top five are Oregon, California, Colorado, New Mexico, and Montana. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Very upset about that. So we that. got Adrian and Kelsey and Brian and Carrie. They all got it right. Did I miss anybody? No? All right. That was, that was pretty good. Pretty I feel good. like Adrian came in. She's like, oh, I'm not going to get anything. <laughs> I am, no. I've had a lot of lucky guesses in this game. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. It's estimated that there are 6,000 mountain lions in Oregon. That's followed by California and Colorado with 5,000, New Mexico with 3,500, and Montana with 3,000. Just missing the top five are Arizona, Idaho, Utah, and Wyoming. So you were Mm. close there. Close. Mm. Question eight. The topic is public lands. What character, created by the Forest Service in 1970, used the catchphrase, (laughs) give a hoot, 
Don't pollute. Oh, wait, do we have to know his name? Or we have what to know it? his name. We're looking for the character's <laughs> name. He's no. created. Yeah, <laughs> oh, man. He was created by the Forest Service in 1970 and used the catchphrase, give a hoot, don't pollute. This is before my time. <laughs> give me more PBS Kids questions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We need Brody yeah. here. Mm. Yeah. The old boomer. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> You'd remember that little fact, that, that strange factoid. I love it that the back of my board says, suck it, Brody. I know. I'm going to write suck, suck it, Sean. Katie on the back. <laughs> Who do you think wrote that, Katie? Um, oh, I don't recognize that uh, handwriting at all. It doesn't look like Steve's handwriting at all. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> this is making me so mad. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know he had a name. Is he still around? I, I I've seen is, I've yes. seen the signs. Yeah. I can visualize him in my head. I just don't know what his name is. Yeah. Yeah. Never bothered to ask. I guess that's a whole franchise opportunity. Someone could really <laughs> take that and <laughs> everyone got an answer? Sure. Not a good one. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and see him. Got Brian, Mr. Owl question mark, Oscar Owl, Plucky oh, the Owl, Wally, Ollie the Owl, Owl, Ollie the Owl. <laughs> Nobody got it, oh. but you guys were all on the same line of thinking. His name is Woodsy Owl. Ah, Woodsy. Yeah. Why would you that's not, not even a alliteration? <laughs> yeah, that's dumb. Give me a break. <laughs> I was confusing Stupid him too name. with the, uh, wasn't it an owl and a Tootsie roll? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's that's Mr. Many, owl. Totally Mr. Owl. Totally different guy. Yeah, totally, totally different guy. But related, I think. How many things? does it take? Woodsy was originally used as a mascot that promoted the four R's, reduce, reuse, recycle, and rot. But the Forest Service later decided they wanted him to champion a broader conservation message, which is why they changed his motto from give a hoot, don't pollute, to lend a hand, care for the land. And that is question eight. So we're back to Spencer with a scoreboard update. Jennifer, who is out of the running for first place, has three correct answers. Everyone else is still in the game, though. We have <laughs> Phil, Katie, and Carrie with four Might points. Well Thank you die. for pointing that out. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, you're, you're the bad guy now. Suck it, Spencer. Yeah, I, don't like, I don't like how this feels. Okay, None I'll of this is very this. fun, Phil. <laughs> uh, Carrie, Katie, and Phil with four points. Brian and Kelsey with five points. And Adrian still in the lead. Oh, my. With six correct answers. Oh, oh slim lead. Two questions left. A lot of pressure. Yeah, it's pretty tight. Is, yeah, I'm... You're done for, Jen. <laughs> I know. I'm sweating. I'm supposed you. to do is Giannis's place here. I'm supposed to tell people they're doing yes. well. Yeah, Your compliment. Hair looks nice. The, there you go. <laughs> what, what I, yeah, okay. Compliment the questions. Compliment everyone's answers. Compliment Phil on his sound effects. This is what Yanni oh, okay. would be doing. Oh, okay. Okay. I'll try to. I'll try to work on get that in there. to get redeem myself. Actually, if it was Giannis, he'd be complaining that my sound effects are too long. We need to get things going. That's, that's one way. Okay. Okay. One way do, he doesn't do compliment. That. I can complain. <laughs> All right. Question nine. Topic is cooking. What sweet pastry is often paired with chili in rural parts of the West and Midwest? What sweet pastry is often paired with chili in rural parts of the West and Midwest? Is this a thing that you guys do? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So I know the answer to this, but I've never tried it. I learned this recently. I mean, who would complain? Right? No one. Exactly. No one would. I feel exactly. like I need to try it. 
it's a great of excuse. Yeah. It's a great excuse to just. Say, it was even served at our kids' school for lunch yeah. recently. Okay. That's, that's how we that's actually were introduced heard, to it. Yeah, I've heard that it's a Montana school thing. I'm from yeah. the Midwest. Never heard of this till I lived in Montana. Huh. Really? Yeah. You grew Did up. Did you in, have this in Michigan? I don't think. I don't know. We just. I feel like we ate so many things with sugar on them. It's hard to really. <laughs> what is the answer? Well, let's reveal it. <laughs> right. Let's see. All right. We we've know got... it should be cornbread. Oh, Cinnamon rolls. Jennifer says cornbread. It, it should, should be, be cornbread. <laughs> you're, you're right yeah. there. Yeah. Cinnamon rolls from uh, Phil, Adrian, Kelsey, and Carrie. The answer is cinnamon rolls. And Why? it may be Why? weird with because chili? it's delicious. Yeah, it with corn. With Chili? Yeah, supposedly, I, I mean, what could be bad about it? Think yeah. about it. I don't need an excuse. It's <laughs> supposed to be yeah. cornbread. I, I do. Yeah. You sound heartbroken. Well, in the South, okay? Sure, yeah. You yeah. can take it up with school lunch programs because this pairing originated with school lunch programs in the 60s. Iowa, Colorado, Nebraska, Indiana, Idaho, and Washington all claim to be the first states to serve cinnamon rolls with chili. But this unlikely duo is still popular today, from cafes in Minnesota that serve them together to school lunches in South Dakota and obviously Montana, yeah. too. Hmm. Here in Montana, like, they do. I call BS on the Minnesota piece. Oh. <laughs> you could do like a cinnamon roll chili bowl. Oh. That, that would be pretty good. Heaven. Ooh. Giant cinnamon Just roll. Yeah. I'd be into Take that. the center out. Yeah, like a bread bowl. <laughs> would that work? But the center of the cinnamon roll is the matter. best part. So be <laughs> well, you'd eat that separately. Oh, there you go. Just, yeah. Or you make or a bowl with a bunch top. of little there mini. Ooh, I like it on top. Yeah, That's, there you go. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Maybe but. broil it for a minute and give yeah. it a nice little okay. crust. Ooh, I'm into that. I'm into that. Looking back at Spencer for the final scoreboard update. We are down to two players left competing for first place. Oh, it makes me mad. Kelsey has six points and Adrian has seven points. So we have the last question coming up. We need Adrian to get it wrong and Kelsey to get it right to go to overtime. (laughs) All right. All right. I'd be be pumped. I'm sweating. This is like so much pressure. (laughs) I'm I'm excited to use up one of Spencer's tiebreaker questions. So... Sorry, Adrian. Okay, I'm I'm rooting for Kelsey on this one. So tiebreakers are always fun. We can do one regardless. Sure. Well, I don't know. Spencer's pretty pretty tight on uh, on a tiebreaker. Last episode, I turned down the CEO on doing a tiebreaker (laughs) just for funsies, (laughs) but I would do it for this room. If you guys want a tiebreaker, we'll 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 do a tiebreaker. So generous. So generous. All right. Question ten. Here's the heat, Adrian and Kelsey. The topic is gear. Oh, God. <laughs> you got this. <laughs> well, don't be so sure. Here we go. I don't know. What zodiac sign? Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> Steve would oh, be I, so I mad know, right now. <laughs> All right. What zodiac sign features archery equipment? Oh. We're looking for the zodiac sign. Um, I just want to point uh. out that last for that podcast we did the wives of meteor podcast you came in hot with some zodiac facts and steve was literally like get out of here with that <laughs> <laughs> um, I okay zodiac i don't stuff. know how to spell this that's okay help? no oh okay that's, that's my hint yeah, yeah. that's, that's hint. my hint. <laughs> best yeah. Oh, jeez. I'm not doing a good... (laughs) 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 Got shifting, blocking. There's a lot of of tension over here. Will you accept abbreviations? Because... I also don't know. I would I would say spelling. yes. Spencer, uh, give us a nod. Spelling has oh, never okay. has never dinged anyone before. I, has I would it? say yes. We're gonna we're gonna give it to you since it's so close. Okay. How we doing? Uh-huh. All right. Let's I'm not uh super confident. Oh no. wait. Oh. We might have some last minute changes. 
No, I don't the know. The bell was dinged. Okay, okay, reveal your answers. I'm in too deep. I can't change it now. Oh, Brian says Aries. Oh, I don't. I Katie don't. with nothing. Jennifer with Aries. Phil with Sagittarius. Adrian with Sagittarius. Kelsey with Sagittarius. Carrie with Sagittarius. The answer is Sagittarius. Adrian. Wow. There it is. I think Steve would be proud that I didn't even answer it. Right. <laughs> there you go. Didn't even Silver give it an Deny that question. <laughs> Sagittarius is the ninth sign of the zodiac and runs from November 22nd to December 21st. It is represented by either a centaur shooting a bow and arrow or by an arrow drawn across a bow. So we mm-hmm. don't have a ton of zodiac uh, friendly people in the room, but do we have a Sagittarius? Sagittarius. Steve it's one is one of my other ones. Oh, <laughs> does he know that? <laughs> he does know that, I think. Oh, no, wait. Nope. 20, you know I feel like I'm thinking about an ex-boyfriend, not him. Oh, that's all horrible. Thank you, best part of that's the podcast. <laughs> As a writer, Sagittarius is November 22nd to December 21st. Oh, yes. That, that's uh, not Steve. Uh, no. That was the guy from the restaurant. <laughs> you guys really talked for a while. Yeah, Steve, like a February or March birthday? He's way off. <laughs> he's going to be so... I love it. <laughs> Yeah, he's definitely, he's February, so that's not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Adrian, well done. Yeah. Eight points. The underdog. So impressive, especially that you came in here defiant that you weren't going to perform very well. I'm also highly competitive, so. <laughs> Good on you. Now, what happens next is you get to choose where Meat Eater's $500 conservation organization donation goes. The back of this board has, I think, 25 oh. conservation organizations there. Whatever's uh, tugging at your heart oh, for man. where you want to donate. So at this point, it really comes down to the marketing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah branding. <laughs> graphic design. Who has design. the best logo? What are you, what are you <laughs> Honestly, reading there? they're what, all real good. Which ones are you liking? Oh, I'm kind of liking Pheasants Forever. We've never donated to them. Oh, that's a good that. choice. Okay. Oh, yeah. Adrian picks pheasants forever. Adrian, how many pheasants have you shot or eaten in your life? Zero. Perfect. <laughs> you're, you're the perfect person for their organization. Then. That's a lot of conserving pheasants. That's right. Yeah. You're doing a great job. I did walk into our. <laughs> Well, this is. I walked into our garage the other day, taking a this trash bag out. This was not the other day. This was months ago. Okay, well, however, it, it was a happen. day that is other. And uh, I, I turn over, and there's just a, there's a dead sharp tailed grouse just laying in the middle of our garage. When then he calls me, and he was like, uh, "I think one of the cats like killed this grouse and dropped it in the garage." And I was like, "Oh, that was me." Oh no. <laughs> I hit it with my car. And it must have gotten stuck and then fell, fell out of the garage. It was one of those things where like, it's scampering and it's starting to fly away. And you're like, it's it's gone. It's going. And then, bam, I like, smacked into it. And it got stuck in my grill. And I had no idea. You should have just been like, yeah, honey, it's dinner. <laughs> yeah. Scared, scared the shit out of me. It was, was not huge. expecting for you. Anyway, did I know you, it's not a pheasant, but we so, see lots of grouse and pheasants on our little back country yeah. road. Did you eat it? We did not. Oh. Did the oh, cats guys. eat it? No. I don't oh. think so. Steve will be having you a word with you. I know. So will Cal, trust me. I'm going to cut this part out. <laughs> well, now you have a genuine tie to Pheasants Forever. Good on you, Adrian. Do you guys want a tiebreaker? To uh, see, We had quite a few of you who, who wound up with the same amount of points. Yeah, yeah we do. We have uh, Carrie and Phil. We're tied with six. Brian and Katie tied with five. So those are the folks competing to see who can take our uh, bronze medal. All right. Ooh, I get to do the tiebreaker. Brian, you're going down. (laughs) (laughs) The topic is conservation. Now, just as a reminder, our tiebreaker questions are numerical. The person who is closest to the correct answer is the winner. So, what year 
were bald eagles removed from the endangered species list? What year Mm. were bald eagles removed from the endangered species list? I'm glad. I'm just not even trying because (laughs) I did so poorly. Jen's just enjoying the ambiance. I have a guess, but. How we feeling? Yeah, Brian's still got good. nothing. Oh, man. Not good. Clock Too bad, Brian. I feel really bad <laughs> that you don't know this. <laughs> Luckily, <laughs> you just got to get close. Got to get close. Your confidence is scaring me a little bit. How do you? I know. This no, is a like, big moment in your this life, is, I, like This is where I said, highly competitive, not allowed to back it up. I'm scared. I'm going to shoot in the dark. All right. We got something written. Reveal your answers. Brian says 1989. What? Katie says 2005. Phil says 1976. Adrian says 1985. Carrie says 1989. The answer is 2007. (laughs) That's recent. It was. Katie, you got it. Bald Eagles were removed from the list in 2007. That feels really good, guys. (laughs) Good good. to Andy Don. Well done. Did you guys enjoy it? I enjoyed having you because I got to use questions that otherwise wouldn't fit in the game. Steve and Brody would throw a fit if there was a question that had the answer Kanye West oh, yeah. or Sagittarius. <laughs> yeah. So I need to have you guys on on like an annual basis just to like clear out some of these fun questions I have. Yeah, this is fun. Some we can Anytime. do again. Yeah. This was fun, yeah. No fishing questions today. I feel like I might Yeah, thank God for that. that. No. Like, <laughs> Carrie, it's kind of wild that you noticed that. I'm I very did. surprised. I, I realized when I wrote the script, I didn't have any fishing questions. I was like, ah, oh, nobody's going to notice. Mm. Especially if they did notice, they wouldn't call me out. <laughs> but here we are. Yeah. That's it. Shelby, close us out and send us out of the game of trivia. You got to hit us with a tagline. It's, it's in here at the very end. <laughs> Bold letters. This oh. is how every show ends. You would think I would know this. All right. Join us next time for more Meaty Deer Trivia, the only game show where conservation always wins. Woo. Good job, Woo. Shelby. Shelby. Shelby, you killed it. I kept oh, clapping and snapping, so I'm really sorry, <laughs> Phil. Oh, no, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> Enthusiasm's good. Yeah, we love it. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. Yeah, Steve, they're very comfortable, they're very fashionable, and I enjoy wearing mine around the office and anywhere I go. Stop by your local Tacova's store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacova's.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I'm sure a lot of you guys remember the old ceremonial hunting tradition of eating the heart out of the first animal you kill. Meat from those organs are among the most nutrient-rich foods on the planet. You can get those same benefits your ancestors craved via convenient daily capsules from Heart and Soil. Find out more at heartandsoil.co. And remember, use code MEATEATER for 10% off your purchase.